Welcome to Therapy in the Wild. I'm your host, Heather Pincelli. I'm a mom of three chaos creators, aka kids, and a licensed therapist. Don't let the cool title and fancy letters behind my name fool you. I am as real, raw, and unfiltered as they come, both in my personal life and in my therapy office. Strap in and strap on for some brutally honest conversations where no topic is off limits, where we play, laugh, and bring fun to the forefront. Let's get started. Today, we are getting juicy with some details spilling the tea of 30 dates in 90 days. (laughs) So, I am doing a very intentional experience, project, journey, container, whatever word you would like to use there, of 30 intentional dates in 90 days. Now, keyword is intentional, my friends. Don't go getting all crazy and willy-nilly thinking I'm just out dating half of Pacific Northwest. That's not what's happening here. Although it would be totally fine if I was. This is a really intentional process that is part of my continued journey of growth. So historically, I just don't date a lot. I have been out of my marriage for nearly 10 years. In that 10 years, I can literally name every day I have gone on. I have had one partnership that was hmm, 18 months to two years-ish. It is the only male that was ever allowed to come to my home, let alone meet my kids. I stayed single for a really long time, and I am known for going months upon months, if not more than a year, in between dates. And I've really made a point to become very curious around what are the ways I'm playing small, staying hidden, not allowing others to see me? How am I not playing all out? I've been really evaluating that heavily for about the last year in my professional life and my personal life. And one of the biggest edges in my personal life is my partnership, my romantic life. And so I really sat down and got a pen and paper out and started getting super curious of what are the ways dating has looked for me? And what would it look like if I did dating in a way that I've never done it before? What would it look like if I did dating in a way that I've never done it before? What would it look like if I played all out? If I was willing to be seen, fully seen by myself and by others? If I said yes, as much as possible, especially in places that I'm usually a no or an absolutely not, what would that look like? What are the ways that I've been playing small and settling and not being 100% authentic and true to myself? I ask myself things like, how have I let fear and anxiety take over? Drive the car, if you will. And then I sat with all of that and started evaluating, how could it look different? What would I need to do 
to try on a different character, play out a different script, retire the old script and character. What would I need to do? And was I interested in trying that out? And that is how 30 dates in 90 days was birthed. And so some of the parameters are that each date I set out an intention that I am going to work on, lean into an edge I'm going to touch up against, right? And then I go into that date and I practice the intention, the edge. And then after the date, I journal. What went well? How did I feel? What did it bring up in me? What else do I want to practice or lean into around that particular intention or edge? So I'm now about just over halfway through 30 dates in 90 days. I have 16 dates under my belt. So I'm just over halfway in both the number of dates and the duration of this experience. And it has been really eye-opening. For those listening that are in partnership, I encourage you to listen to this episode from the lens and the framework of 30 dates with life, 30 dates with yourself, 30 dates with your partner. Because while my particular journey is 30 dates as a single person, I absolutely can see the value of playing this experience out as 30 dates with life, 30 dates with yourself, 30 dates with your partner. And the number of people that have approached me and had that exact conversation, I can't count the number of people actually that have approached me. And we've had that exact conversation, those who are in partnership and thought, Heather, tell me some of what you're doing, because this sounds like something my partner and I need to do together. And I've been like, absolutely you do. Because the, the learning about myself, the practicing some skills and leaning into some edges that have happened even just halfway through have been profound. Seriously profound. And also, this has been fun, which was at the top of my list was, you know, cultivating and embracing play and fun. And checkmark nailed it because it has been so fun. So today I want to dive into one of my dates that I didn't even really realize was a date, which also, side note, is exactly who I am. Meaning I do not register when somebody is flirting with me. It's on my list. I'm working on it. And if you have any pointers, feel free to send them in. So I am at lunch with traveling nurse dude. I have given and have decided that dates are going to get a playful, affectionate nickname. And so I'm at lunch with traveling nurse dude, only I don't realize it's a date. We're in a group together. I thought we were just meeting for lunch. <laughs> so I kept calling it a meeting meeting, meeting, meeting. And he finally stops me and interrupts me and says, Heather, this is a date. And I was like, what? This is a date? <laughs> and he said, I have been pursuing you for months. How could I have been any more clear that I wanted to take you on a date? And I'm like, well, it didn't register with me at all. So like, uh, you could have been a lot more clear. 
I did not realize that sending a message every couple of weeks asking if I wanted to meet for hiking was flirting. My bad. Okay. So anyways, moving on. So I'm sitting at lunch. I realize it's a date. So that's technically date number one. And on date number one, traveling nurse dude makes it clear that he'd like to see me again. And I really appreciated that. And he invites me to his house, says, come over in a couple nights. I'll make you dinner. And I'm like, "Eh, hold up, wait a minute. I do not go to people's houses for second meetings. And he was like, it's not a second meeting. It's a second date. I'm like, okay, fair. Second date. I definitely am not coming to your house. And then I remember, what if I said yes? Because that's something I'm trying to lean into. Say yes as much as possible. So I reflected, what is it? What's coming up within me? Why am I saying no, I don't go to houses on a second date? And the truth was that, you know, I did not want to be in a position where I had to worry about boundaries being crossed. I absolutely have no interest in crossing sexual boundaries right now. And so I did not want to be in a position that I was at this gentleman's house and, you know, got put in any sort of awkward position. And I decided at lunch to share that with him. And after a conversation, he held the conversation beautifully and I felt safe and that boundaries were going to be completely respected that I could say yes to dinner. And I'm so glad I did because I go to dinner. He was so freaking sweet. Newsflash, spoiler alert. He absolutely did not cross boundaries, did not try anything, totally respected that, which also is amazing, but he made dinner and he made meatloaf with ground turkey because I don't eat ground beef, which was super sweet. And I get to his place and he had it set up. You could tell he had put intention and time and effort and energy. He planned this menu and he also made sure that timing was on point. So dinner was done within minutes of me arriving to his house which is really impressive Um, from this non-cooker who's not so great at that. That was really impressive that he planned it and got the timing right. And within minutes of me getting there, was ready to plate our food. He had set this whole ambiance and it was really sweet. And I sat down at the table and took it all in and thought to myself, oh, this is so sweet. Look at the effort. Wow. Really look at the effort. Like allow yourself to see this effort. And take it in. Receive that. And I sat there just taking in the environment and this sweet, sweet man who put all this time and energy and planning into not only making this delicious meal, but then setting the ambiance and making sure timing added up that dinner was done within minutes of me getting there. It was so sweet. I thought to myself, this is a great example, Heather, because if you would have said no, you wouldn't have gotten to experience this. And it was something that my soul really appreciated that night. So we have dinner. It's delicious. He does an amazing job. 
I brought over cheese and crackers as like my contribution. Notice my loves that I did not have to cook. (laughs) Store-bought cheese and crackers, like a good little picnic girl that I am. Um, And then I also brought over a board game. So the specific intention I wanted to bring to the table that night is, or that date is, was play, play, like literal play, fun, laughter, play. And I selected a a game, uh, spin the bottle adult version that was absolutely inappropriate for a second date. And I told traveling nurse dude that like, Hey, this might not be a good game for this date. We may have to abort mission, but if we can figure out a workaround, if we can make it work, it, it should be fun. Let's go for it. And he was game bonus points. Right. And so I break this game out, spin the bottle adult version. And this particular, if you're not familiar with spin the bottle, by the way, if you do not have spin the bottle adult version, it's on Amazon, go get it. It's super fun, especially if you're in committed partnership. Okay. Now, so I break this game out and it's crazy ass shit. Like have your partner choose a song that you have to dance to the entire song or two songs or something like that. Um, set a timer for a minute and give your partner a sexy dance in three different positions. Okay. Let me remind everybody. It's a second date. We've not even kissed and I've brought spin the bottle. (laughs) So we finished dinner. We sit down on his couch and I just reiterate, we might need to abort mission, but let's just give it a try. And we start the game. And in this game, there's a lot of activities that are timed like one minute, three minute. And so you need to time it. And all of a sudden I had something really impactful happen. He pulls a card, traveling nurse dude pulls a card that says dance to a whole song. And I said, let me get my phone so that I can play the, play the song. Like, you know, hold on, let me get my phone. And he just throws his phone lovingly throws his phone at me and it's like, just use mine and opens it. And now I'm sitting here with this guy's phone in my hand with like no restriction. It's fully open. I'm looking at his screen and I know that it could be easy to think that's just not much, but coming out of the partnership I had come out of, it was massively impactful in a lesson and a value and a level of importance in a partnership that I didn't even know existed. Because as he's dancing with this really terrible dance, and that's no offense to him because that was the assignment. He nailed the assignment, do a terrible dance. (laughs) It was actually a really good dance. But anyways, as he's dancing, I'm watching him, but I... I'm also watch. I'm watching him and, and what he can't see is what's happening, happening internally. So as my eyes are fixated on him, I am feeling into the part of me that just recognizes the tenderness, the rawness, the safety, the feeling of safety that this guy without blinking an eye on a second date handed me his phone and said, here, 
we would play this game for the next hour. And for the next hour, his phone was completely visible, unlocked, open. We were using it back and forth. My phone was open back and forth. And at one point, we even sort of joked, like, we're not in a partnership. Like, anything could come through on these phones right now. And it was so impactful. So impactful. Not only was the game fucking hilariously hilarious and fun, but I walked away from that date realizing how important going forward it is that I am in a partnership that is open, that is literally open. And I don't mean open polyamorous. I mean vulnerable, transparent, that has no problem saying, hey, let's use my phone and vice versa. The feeling of knowing this traveling nurse dude could just hand me his phone after the relationship I was coming out of and coming from, I didn't even realize how important of a value that was to me. And in that moment, I was like, oh, here we go. Doing dating in a way that I've never done it before and allowing myself to experience new things, play all out, be fully seen and say yes to things I would normally say no to. And look at what saying yes is leading to. Count me the fuck in. So played this game. That was the phone piece. Another funny bit about this date is I pull a card that says, Give your partner a lap dance in three different positions, a sexy lap dance in three different positions for one minute or something like that. We had not even kissed people. And suddenly I'm giving this guy like a sexy lap dance in three different positions. And it was fucking hilarious. And I'm a hell yes to this. And going forward, I'm like, this game is coming out early on in partnership with dates, because it absolutely allowed me to very quickly see, does this man know how to have fun? Can he just cut loose, get out of his head into his body? Can he just show up and have fun and laugh? And I absolutely am going to bring this game on dates. It was the best idea, the best idea. So that was traveling nurse dude. And, um, we would go on to have one more date. So date our third date, we went to, for a hike. Um, we actually went off-roading in my Wrangler first, and then we went for a hike. And at that point, still nothing sexual. I decided that my learning with traveling nurse dude was complete. I felt very complete that the things, the edges I desired to lean into with that man had been satisfied. At this point, I had already previously told him about 30 dates in 90 days. We had a whole conversation about it, which I feel really good about. And so we had this third date and that is the last time that I saw him. He did ask me to go out again and I declined politely, tenderly, gently. And, um, yeah, really just super, super thankful for the lessons I'm taking away from traveling nurse dude. I also really appreciated the, 
ability to just have super open conversation and dialogue. So 30 dates in 90 days, stay tuned for more.